Hello there, everyone. Welcome to a live stream. Welcome to a uh, match reaction show for the 1894 podcast. Um, as I tweet, we are live. Um, yeah, it was a pretty nice victory for the city yesterday in a very, really, really remarkable um, night at Ashton Gate under the lights, uh, which resulted in three points for Bristol City. Uh, obviously, um, and yeah, it's just just an unbelievable, unbelievable, um, unbelievable day. And you know, un- beating a side who are twenty five unbeaten, yeah, that's all. It's always nice. I am joined with me as always by Matisse, uh, who's normally my co-host on these on these podcasts. Matisse, how are you doing over in Italy? Um, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, back to back wins now. For us and just a brilliant performance like you said this team haven't lost since september um 25 games is incredible and yeah going into it we weren't we weren't expecting this and then we go and we dominate and score three second half goals three no up and yeah late penalty for them but overall just an incredible performance and i mean it's just bristol city we go we get three on the trot and then we have this kind of shaky period since since that Watford game, but there's been promising performances and we've seen them. Obviously, obviously in our FA Cup run, we've been good. And in recent games as well, we, we can see what we're trying to do, but the results aren't just coming. And then last two games have been brilliant. Um, and we found the back of the net five times and in our last two games. And yeah, just a dominant performance and it's really positive. And yeah, this is it's against a great side as well. Yeah, as you'd have seen by the title of this video, Bristol City ran out three-one winners against Southampton yesterday. You have to you have to take into account Southampton year one parachute, uh, year one parachute per payment side. You need to relegate from the Premier League. Um, the squad is ridiculous. It's really really top quality squad, and Bristol City have gone and turned them over in a in quite comfortable fashion as well for a large majority of it. Um, Along the bottom, you'll see the British City side, the starting 11, and in brackets of the substitutes who came on and what minute they came on um, at. Uh, so it was Max O'Leary in goal. It was a back four of George Tanner, Rob Dickey, Zach Viner, and Hayden Roberts. Hayden Roberts came in for Cam Pring. Um, we thought Hayden Rob, we thought Cam Pring would be fine, um, but made, uh, he probably is fine. He probably is fine, um, but maybe just as a precaution to just keep Cam out for now and maybe he's back for QPR? Yeah, I think it was a just a little knock um, and it was a precaution, which it's a little bit worrying, but we haven't got too much information on it. So hopefully it's not a big deal, but at least now we have the um, the depth with, with Hayden Roberts back so he can uh, slip into that position. And yeah, so not a big problem. Other than that... Um, we took out. Uh, I'm just getting it up now. We had well, the, um, Williams. Before you do, before you say anything, the rest of the team was Matty James, Joe Williams, Jason yeah. Knight. Um, Knight operating more advanced, obviously. Um, then it was Sam Bell on the right. Sorry, no, Sam Bell on the left. Uh, Mametti on the right, and Tommy Conway as the main striker up top. Um, yeah, what were you going to say on the on the team? Yeah, yeah. So like like you said in the midfield, Williams came in. Um, Gardner Hickman and then 
Cornick and Wells off for Mimetti and Conway. And then, like you said, we can see that we um, switched the roles of Bell and Mimetti because we did try them as well for a couple of games with Bell on the right. Um, so, yeah, just interesting to switch up. And I felt like now we saw a kind of, um, I kind of saw that 4 2 3 1 out of possession more than a 4 uh, 4 2, um, kind of from what I saw. Um, but yeah, um, coming in, Roberts, obviously, we said Pring was a bit of a knock and then Williams, Metty, Conway. I mean, we played a lot of games recently, um, lots of Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, it's been nonstop since Christmas. So yeah, just rotation as well. And then I think after this Saturday's game, we get um, a couple of weeks of, of just a one match week games. But yeah, pretty, um, not not too angry with the the switches other than we we have mentioned the james and william combo sometimes mm. is a worry but um yeah i guess sometimes we don't really have too many options so i guess he decided to stick with it i know it's i know it's twitter but that, that was a talking point was on social media as well about you know it's matthew james and then it's joe williams that is it is it, is it a perfect combination for us to you know tackle possibly you know quite quite um Big big sides, I mean, we will we'll see. Um, Joe has given us a comment here. It's a great team. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, what do you think of the Joe Williams situation? It seems that ninety nine percent of the fan base would offer him a new contract, and he seems happy here. So surely it's only a matter of time. Uh, well, it, well, we don't know exactly what's going on with the Joe Williams situation though, because it seems like hopefully there's a new contract um, kind of being discussed with him and, and Williams. Obviously, you have to. You have to appreciate the fact that Joe Williams has played up north for most of his career. Um, he's scouse, so he might want to move. He might want to move closer, closer to home. But if we are, um, hopefully, because he's been crucial for us under Manning in particular, he's been absolutely brilliant under Liam Manning. Hopefully, he's, you know, given a longer contract and you know extends a stay at the football club. Because I'd like to see that. I'm, I, 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 I tend to agree, and I'm probably part of that 99%. I mean, he's played a lot of games for us already, 95, um, which is a lot. Uh, and, and, there's, also considering... and, and his his injury record is now no longer that much of a concern, is, he, is it? Because he's now played mm. a lot of games consecutively. Exactly. Yeah, he's been on a good uh, run now in terms of minutes played, and he's been really solid. I mean, he got man of the match um, for the game uh, last night, and... He's just he's just been brilliant. I mean, the assist at West Ham and just solid in the midfield. And also, if Matty James does leave in the summer, it'd be really useful to keep Joe Williams um, for the added depth and just more of a defensive role in the midfield. So yeah, I'd say I'd say we'd be looking to keep him, and I'd, I'd be surprised if he if he does leave. Yeah, um, so we'll talk more about the Joe Williams situation when it actually gets to like you know crunch time in terms of his contract talks. And whatnot. Uh, in terms of Southampton, the opposition, it was Gavin Bazunu in goal, a back four of Carl Walker, Peters, Taylor Harwood, Bellis, Jan Bednarek, and Ryan Manning. Uh, it was Shay Charles, Joe Rothwell, and Will Smallbone in midfield. Um, no Flynn Downs uh, for for Ross Martin's side, which I'm sure was a massive loss for them. Um, it was David Brooks and Sam Adosia on the, on the flanks, and Adam Armstrong, who is, I think, the joint top scorer now in the championship after his goal against us yesterday. Um, he started up top for the Saints. Um, and straight away, I thought we got in a very good shape defensively. Maybe not offer too much going forward. Um, actually, no. 
actually no that's i'll take that back in context of the side we were playing um i thought we did quite well in terms of offering a reasonable threat going forward maybe not creating too many big chances or clear-cut chances um as i say that southampton didn't really offer much i thought we offered a good structure uh, defensively didn't really allow southampton to play through us um especially through the center where williams and matty james who by the way were ridiculously good um yeah i thought we offered we limited them and kept them at arm's length really for that first half yeah i'd agree it wasn't an eventful first 45 minutes but defensively we were really solid and I thought we looked a bit more of the threat we had a couple chances going forward um just again lacking a bit of the final pass a couple of counter-attacking opportunities Mehmeti I think had a shot as well just went straight to Bazunu but yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say it was a good half they did have that big chance um near the end at the crossbar um it was kind of just couple deflections and then um Adozi um just got a hit on it and it clipped the crossbar and went over um that was a, that yeah not, not too much going that was a weird shot actually sorry for interrupting that was a weird shot because um I'm sat in the south stand so that's right behind me and it looked like it was kind of kind of dip 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 and it's going to just kind of like go over the bar but kind of like it, was, it hit the bar but it never literally looked like it was going to go in because I think it hit like right at the top of the bar and went out didn't it so yeah, sorry. I th- that, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. I count. I count as a chance. It was a tough chance because it was hit right. Like he was jumping, wasn't he? His left foot was up in the air, wasn't it? Um, Adozi. Uh, so that it, it was a tough chance, but hit the hit the bar. But it's it's not. Like it's a, it's more of a hit in close range, is it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of just hit and see where it went. But um, yeah, overall in that first half, nothing too much going. Um, and then at half time change for Southampton bringing on um Stuart Armstrong which yeah it says down yeah. there um just for I guess they just want to change things up and they weren't really happy which is fair enough because the, their record again if we we go back to it I mean there are a lot of stats given throughout the game when I was watching as well um but yeah th- their record has been amazing we we held our own really well and I thought in that second half we could go out and really um, push on for something and we had a strong bench ready as well um, I mean we'll get on to Mabude soon but yeah he hasn't he wasn't played yet so we were excited to to um, see him but yeah start that second half and um, I mean a lot happened in that 45 it was it was pretty completely opposite um, straight off the bat we give the ball away I think it was a poor pass from Hayden Roberts um, mm. Rob Dickey it was never going to him and then it came to Armstrong who laid it off to Dozy. And then at that yeah. point, I was it was like a three and one, and I was like, if if they don't score here, we we have we have got very lucky. Um, plays it across, and I'm not sure who hits. It, it goes it goes wide, but it was a thumping hit for it was Brooks. Yeah, David Brooks. Yeah. Brooks, David um, Brooks. Yeah, yeah. And watching those replays, that that was a, a tough hit into the into the post, but it was fine after. It was more of an impact injury, but a massive chance there, and again, just coming from just a poor um unforced error um so yeah we were lucky to get out of that one but yeah kept it nil nil can i say that was probably the only chance salanton actually had after at nil nil because after that we were actually brilliant we were so clinical um the first the first goal occurs it is the ball is fed to anas mametti on the right hand side uh and we're now attacking the south stand 
Um, and I, do you know, at half time, a lot of things are going through your head, especially when you're facing a good side. Um, so it's like, oh, are we? So we're facing, we're we're attacking this end. So like, um, well, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna get much. I'm not gonna get much in this way. That's probably gonna be more that way. Um, I was completely wrong. We absolutely battered them, and Mometi uh, gets the ball on the right hand side. Does a little what I thought was initially a little one-two with George Tanner. It was absolutely not. It was a, a it was a massive deflection of Will Smallbone. Uh, went into the path of Mometi quite fortuitously. Mometi puts it right across the box. Sam Bell is there to poke it home, and yeah, that's, it's just it's just it's um. It's, it's quite lucky for Mehmeti, to be honest. Uh, but he does the right thing after that, doesn't he? To just put it right across the face of goal. Cause a bit of confusion in the Southampton penalty area. Um, and yeah, Sam Bell. I think he needed that. Yeah, very happy for Sam Bell. I mean, obviously it's coming at him straight, but we've seen it doesn't always go in, um, especially with Naki Wells against Nottingham Forest, those types of shots. But he takes it well. He's... On, on the full, um, and then, yeah, he scoops it. Um, well, yeah, yeah, it hits it. It's a decent finish. And, yeah, extremely happy for him after that penalty miss, obviously. I think it was a much-needed goal for extra boost of confidence. Um, in terms of, yeah, Mimeti, I mean, yeah, he's, he's just relentless. He just carries that threat. And um, it's a bit lucky, but he kept going. He took it on well, and the pass was good. Went through... Um, Southampton defenders' legs and found Sam Bell. So yeah, it's just good to see that we're clinical. We're more clinical at these chances and uh, moving it down the wing and just getting into the box. Um, and we finished it off. So yeah, good goal. Go one 0 up. Um, pretty early on in the second half and atmosphere looked incredible as well. Um, yeah, one 0 up against a team again who hasn't lost since September. So, I mean, you can tell me about the atmosphere, but for it sounded pretty good from. The- well, on 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 TV, it sounded um, really good, didn't it? Yeah, on TV, it, it sounded yeah, good. They do, they, I mean, yeah, they yeah normally I, does I, normally does on TV because they amp the because they they can <laughs> they can shift things and they can they can amp it they can amp it up they can they normally does it wasn't that well the fact that we were one 0 up against Southampton made it quite good but it wasn't like unbelievable um it was better when it was two and three nil um obviously hmm. um. Yeah, that yeah. I just, the thing with Alice is, I think we've got two wingers in Sambel and Alice Mometi, who I think are both a little bit more effective on the right hand side. Um, Bell is like direct, fast, tries to take play, tries to beat people for pace. Mometi is a little bit more slow, but it's skill. Uh, it's trying to outfox defenders, fullbacks basically. I think it suits both of them to get get in on the right hand side on their on their favoured foot, beat their man and put balls across the box. I think the pressure of trying to cut inside and then trying to shoot or trying to put balls in on your left foot is not particularly what I want Mimeti or Bell to what have. So would you agree that both probably a little bit more effective on the right-hand side than the left-hand side? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I mean, we've obviously seen Sam Bell put on the left a lot of the time um, in the past, but... In recent games, and especially, I mean, we had some poor form, but I could see potential there on the right wing, and he he got past players, and he just looked much more of a threat. And obviously, Anis as well feel the same. Um, so yeah, it's just about finding we can put on the left uh, now, or if we just use both of them, and then perhaps they interchange throughout the game. Um, but we obviously have a 
people like yeah Mabude, Sykes and what well, Sykes wouldn't really play on the left but Cornick um etc but yeah I'd, I'd say so um and yeah after after that I mean it was just pure dominance. that that half was just um incredible I mean it only took 10 minutes um and we yeah. found the back of the net again um corner this time was it after the substitutes um, uh, so the substitute. No, yeah, yeah, okay, let's talk about the substitutes and substitutions versus City. Um, so substitutions, as you can see, well, that came bottom. after. It came after the goal. I thought the goal was. Oh, I was thinking about. I'm thinking about the third goal. Well, okay, let's talk about the goal mm. then. It was a Joe yeah. Williams corner, wasn't it? Uh, from the right, oh, right hand side. It's a. It's an in. Is it an in swing or an out swinger? An out swinger. It's an out swinger. In swinger. It's an out swinging. Which in side swinger. is it from? Oh no! This is a mess. Um, uh, it's from it's it by from? it's by the east end. It's by the east end, and it's an in swinger by. I Williams thought it was the other because... side. Oh no! no it's the oh it is I've by got the, the east end. Oh yeah. no! It is by the east end. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm by the east I'm, end. I am literally right by the. I am literally in the. East yeah, end, it's in front of you. Literally, <laughs> you've seen him take the free kick in front of your eyes. <laughs> Not the free kick, the corner. Um, but yeah, it's Joe but, Williams yeah. on it because John Hickman's on on the bench, and it's a it's a brilliant um in swinging ball um yeah and he i was just like come on let's just get ahead on it we're we're really good at corners i think it was mentioned before in the game as well we've scored 10 um goals from from corners and so that makes it 11 for us and finds dicky at the back post um and we've kind of seen that we obviously always aim for dicky in our, our corners he usually either gets a flick on it's or, like when england uh, it's like when england it. always it's so like when England always aim for Harry Maguire at set pieces uh, at majors. It, 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 they could take it short and they could pass it right back to their centre, right back to John Stones and right back right back to out wide. The ball will always go into Harry Maguire. It's literally how it feels with Rob Dickey. It, it, is, it is like that. Um, but this time it works um, and he gets he gets ahead on it, um, a cross goal. And it's a, it's a brilliant header. Um, Zunu can't do much and then it's, I think, just attempt to clearance off the line but um it's gone in and doubled doubled our lead yeah rothwell and it's two nil and i I really can't believe it and i was like we could actually really get three points now um because a one nil you obviously never know but yeah 62nd minute that was um so let's talk about the let's talk about the period between our first and second goal and shall we because i feel that that's quite important um well, I'm obviously still in absolute confusion over the fact that we've actually scored against Southampton and taken the lead. So I don't really know what's going on. But I've watched it. I've watched that period back, and I and actually Southampton, I wouldn't say camped in our half, but they were definitely building up pressure. And if I was a neutral watching it, I'd go, "Oh, Southampton are going to score here," because um, they're building up pressure. And actually, we get we do quite well to hold them off first, and then actually go and score the second goal ourselves because I think that app ultimately takes the game away from uh Saints and they don't really look like they're gonna I know they came back from Tunnel down on the weekend against Huddersfield but that was at home and that was at half time as well so they had more time um and we are I'd say better side than Huddersfield as well um and then after that we let we we were really good uh managed the game really well um and the other set piece ultimately killed I'd say killed Southampton's momentum and yeah, just put us in a really good spot. After that, uh, yeah. 72nd, yeah, go on. 
just to mention, yeah, the, I got the timing wrong. It was this, yeah, 72nd minute was um, Dickie's goal. Um, and before that were the substitutes. And yeah, I definitely kind of saw that. Obviously, Southampton, their massive side, they needed to bounce back um, from going down and to look for an equaliser. But we held our own and we stayed really composed. Um, and yeah, we were great. Made some changes um, before that second goal, bringing Taylor Gardner-Hickman on for Jason Knight and then Cornick on for Bell. Um, mm. And then also before that goal, I want to mention, yeah, Zach Viner got a yellow card. Um, and he didn't touch um, the player uh, at all on, on the replay. Can I be honest? It looked like a can, bad can tackle, I, but... Can I be honest? I did not know what was going on. I, I was... I was, <laughs> I was too i was too i was too not bothered by it <laughs> i was still i was still i'm at this at me from the first goal until the second goal it's just me in absolute confusion over what's going on to be honest no I, I i see what you mean i mean the fact that we we took the lead against southampton but it's disappointing though because it is a yellow card and let's say he does get that penalty and then we miss him because i, I was thinking about it as well Our defense has been so solid and we've got the sixth best defense in the league or something like that even maybe even better and We've had that same, well, 4-3-4 four, four, um, for a lot of the season. Um, obviously, now we've got Roberts coming in and McCrory, but Zach Vine and Dickey particularly, I mean, if we lose one of them, it does really shake things up again because they've been really good. Um, and obviously, Naismith and Atkinson are still out. But yeah, just it it, it wasn't the yellow card because he didn't touch him, but um, it is what it is, I guess. But it didn't really matter in the in the... How many yellow scheme of things? Um, he's got four yellows. So he's got if he gets one more, if he gets one, if Zach gets one more yellow card, then he'll be suspended for a game, I think. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's not fantastic. Don't want to be getting him another yellow. They might, they um, might, they might appeal it to be honest, but we'll see. It's, no, it's, 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 it's a yellow card. I don't think they can. You can't um, appeal, oh. I don't think so. Um, Salanta made a couple of changes. David Brooks comes off, who had that nasty collision uh, in opening minute of the second half. Uh, with the post, he comes off for Sekumara, uh, who is a highly rated French player. Uh, Sam Adozi came off, who I thought missed a couple of really good chances. Actually, the one really good chance in the first one was who Harry hit the bar was actually quite, it was like a half chance of kind of fortuitous. For, he's quite, he was quite lucky to, that he actually hit the post. Um Idozi, he came off for Ryan Fraser, who's on loan from Newcastle, I believe. Um, so, yeah, those are the two substitutions. And then Bristol City, as you mentioned there, Jason Knight went off for Telegon Hickman and Harry Cornick came on for Sam Bell and just slotted straight in, kind of made it, you know, literally, this is the front three squashed up at that point. Um, and Lord and Pold, um, Harry Cornick scores a goal for Bristol City. Uh <laughs> Yeah, well, it's... before that, there were a couple of changes, but I want to talk about the goal because this is just an unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think tactically, the setup after our second goal is just superb, and I want to give Liam Manning so much credit for that because it could have easily, we could have easily just sat all the way back and not really offered much going forward. But actually, we took a bit of a risk to take off Sam Bell with his pace, brought on Harry Cornick, who he's a good, he's good, uh, but he's a bit more. I'd say a little bit more physical, and you might need to like get hoof the ball up to him. Then he might hold up play. Uh, I think Tommy Conway's still on the pitch at this point. Uh, no, that's a lot. He's not. Um, but it's still outstanding from from Cornick uh, and from McCrory and from Taylor Garn Hickman. Yeah, 
it was it was fantastic um yeah three substitutes um creating the third goal um because yeah take Harding came on and then in the 76th minute Corey came on for Roberts um yeah it was kind of a half counter-attacking goal um TGH kind of stayed composed found the pass to the right hand side and then it's a beautiful run in from um Cornick found by McCrory and well, I'm watching him back now brilliant pass first time left side of the goal three nil Harry Cornick's just scored I'm I'm buzzing um and then to top it off with a celebration of uh, I don't know what but God knows what he's um, doing is 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 brilliant um and in his post-match interview he said two tash games two tash wins um a tash goal <laughs> he's such a character um I, I love the man um i have to say yeah we didn't do a Middlesbrough uh review but he was pretty good in that game as well um so i think he serves a bit more more praise recently so maybe if he gets a bit more game time and show some consistency because I've, I've written, I personally have to say I, I wrote him off um, quite a bit, but I mean, it is just one goal, but we'll, we'll see where he is. And he's still obviously a valuable player. Um, he was, to have, but yeah, brilliant was, goal. He was really good uh, against Middlesbrough for 45 minutes. It was a bit, well, Manning said it was for tiredness. And he's, he's, he looked a bit laggy. It might have been a complaint from Cornick actually um, to go up to Manning and say that, but he was really good against Middlesbrough for the first um, 45 and really had an impact. And did you see that little Diego Mar- where he turned into Diego Maradona in midfield and beat two Middlesbrough, yeah. um, beat a Middlesbrough player, cut in, and then put Sam Bell through a clean throw on goal where Sam Bell should have finished it, mm. uh, but didn't, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought he was really good when he came on, actually, and made an impact. Um, not too much in terms of attacking, because Southampton were trying to get the ball and trying to make chances, but ultimately we picked them off. Um, what I really liked tactically about us was we sat we sat in in a low low bid block, but we didn't we didn't we didn't didn't we did not not offer a threat going forward, if you know what I mean. Um, if that's good English, um, we always offered a threat on the counter attack, and you wouldn't have necessarily thought it with the substitutions we then made. Uh, after uh, the second goal, which was Rush McCrory came in for Hayden Roberts. So that meant George Tanner moved to left back um, and Naki Wells came in for Tommy Conway, who, again, a little bit less physical, probably more pacey. And if you want, if you're, if you're controlling possession, he's the best. I think he's, he's probably better in terms of linking play, play up. Um, I thought after the second goal, we really did really well tactically um, and kept Southampton at bay. Again, as I said, low to mid block, kept our shape, um, and then hit hit them effectively on the break, and that's how our third goal came. So again, Southampton didn't really offer much after the second goal, and and, to, and that's because we didn't allow them to. We held a really good defensive shape, and Bristol City were far, I'd say far superior going forward. And um, yeah, really good at going, really good in terms of taking our chances, which we haven't been saying a lot, have we? We've been complaining about the fact that we haven't been taking chances. Yeah, a, a, a lot in recent times as well, but it was great to score um, three goals today. And yeah, like you said, the, I think it works for us as well. If if we go up some goals, I feel like the momentum that we have, it's better if we keep on pushing and really put the game to bed and really play brilliant football because we sit back and we're not a team who deals with pressure well. Um, and then we get into risky situations, unforced errors and we've managed to lose games um 
so yeah, it was really good to see that um, with the substitutes used and overall, you said the block, the press was brilliant. So many interceptions, especially by Joe Williams in that midfield um, to create counter attacks and and movements forward. Um, so it's fantastic. It was just a brilliant performance overall. Um, in terms of Southampton, I mean, we mentioned the substitutes earlier. I was surprised Brooks and Adozi came off, to be honest, because I thought they carried um, their biggest threat, well, really. Well, I wasn't surprised. Well, Adozi carried a threat, but his end product is absolutely dismal. Mm. It was actually dismal. I, I know he's a good player, but it was actually he was actually dismal on the night. I thought he didn't. He didn't. He he got. He did well in terms of getting in the box and then doing creating. You know, having shooting opportunities, but that's because of other qualities in their team. You know, Rothwell and Smallbone and um, Charles in midfield. Who I thought were okay at dictating play. Apart from that, I thought I don't. I thought. I, th- I think actually that's what's that let Southampton down. I don't want to dwell on the opposition too much, but I think that's what let, let them down, to be honest, the quality in the wide areas. And normally Brooks and Adozi are quite good, aren't they? And uh, yeah, that didn't, that didn't happen. Um, I think obviously Southampton were below par um, as well for them. But um, yeah, I see what you mean. But I still think after that as well, they really had nothing um, going forward, in my opinion, after that kind of break, once we got that second goal as well. but. Um, yeah, I, I guess it was um, in terms of quality, that, that decision. But yeah, we got third goal. And then a few minutes later, a debut um, for Mabude um, yeah. comes on for Anis Mameti in the 86th minute. Long awaited because he was signed a couple of weeks ago now, right? Um, didn't play at Middlesbrough. Because he didn't play at Middlesbrough, couldn't play at Forest and also couldn't play at um Leeds was it because it was yeah yeah because yeah, he wasn't too far he wasn't signed in time yeah yeah exactly so two games ineligible and then wasn't um a, appeared at he didn't come on at Middlesbrough which I was a bit surprised about um because we were two no up at, at that point um but yeah he came on I thought he was a I thought he was okay I mean he showed a little bit of threat he he decided to play safe and pass it back in a couple of times he didn't he didn't want to risk it too much. Um, but it seemed like he had a bit of threat, kind of similar to that Anis Mimeti kind of character going forward. But um, hopefully build some confidence. And I think he could be a useful player if he gets to his um, full ability. So hopefully we'll see something. Yeah, I like I liked what I saw, actually, of him in the foot, in the, um, I want to been 10 minutes-ish, uh, we saw of him. Um, actually, yeah, I thought he was, thought he was lively. And um, yeah, hopefully he has an impact. Um, Further on, and uh, yeah, again, he offers us something different uh, on the wide, doesn't uh, on the wings, doesn't he? In terms of different to Mamati, different to Bell, different to Sykes. Um, yeah, a bit more, bit more pace, a uh, bit more, you know, he's a bit. He's, I think I'd say he's a kind of mix of what I've seen of him and what I've heard of him. He's kind of a mix of Bell and Mamati, where he's got the pace, but he's also got like the uh, skills to take on opposition. He's not afraid to take on opposition as well. Where, where I think Mamati's been a little bit lacking in terms of, he's got the quality Mamati to. And he's shown it before, where he's against Hull, where he was absolutely brilliant. This literally ran, uh, who was it? Louis, would have been Louis Coyle. Yeah, Louis, Louis Coyle, the whole right back, ran and ragged, and took him on every time. And recent games, he's not been quite doing that again. Uh, he's gone back to the old Mometi, where he's kind of like, oh, he's gone, got, gone to a promising situation where he should probably put a ball in, but he's gone backwards. Um, or he should take a man on, he's gone backwards. It's just decision making is not quite there with Anis, and consistently, so hopefully. Uh, Dear and Bude can um can show, yeah show 
positive signs. Uh, Kamal Dean Sulamana came on for Southampton on 73 for Joe Rothworth. I forgot to mention that. Um, and yeah, Southampton were awarded a penalty in the seven minutes of stoppage time that were Ashton Gate. I was a bit annoyed by that. I, I wanted that clean sheet. It would have it would have looked nice on the um, on the uh, score on the score sheet as well. Um, well, you know when some results are just satisfying, like a three nil home win, like a two nil mm. away win. They're just satisfying, aren't they? Three one. Obviously, it's still Southampton. It's a brilliant victory, victory, but yeah, it takes a takes a little bit. Um, Harry Cornick just makes a stupid challenge. I mean, I I'll let him off, but <laughs> if he does that at nil nil and it's in the ninety fourth minute, I'll be screaming and yeah, not it won't be very good. It won't be very positive. It won't be very positive from me. Just just watching it on replay again. I just don't know what he's doing. He just has no awareness, and he completely. <laughs> Absolutely leathers, leathers, leathers his foot completely, um, and takes him out. Obviously, a penalty. Um, yeah, it is annoying, like you said, a three nil. It looks beautiful, and to give away a penalty last minute in the grand scheme of things, obviously not a big deal. But um, yeah, also was a bit annoyed with um Williams again because he got a yellow card for for descent again there, and it just no, he got no, I don't know. he got. I thought I thought he got a yellow card for absolutely wiping someone out. No, I'm was pre- it descent? I'm pretty sure it was descent. Watching it because it happened right after Cornick did that in in that kind of kerfuffle there, and then I saw him bring out the yellow. I thought he was going to give a yellow to Cornick. Cornick didn't actually get booked, um, but I think it it was for for descent. He, it was just arguing with the ref. Um, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. And huh? it, it's just and again. Yeah, it's just it's just stupid. I know maybe in the ground like in that game it's it's we, we still win overall, but again it's like the Zach Viner just he is he obviously tends to get a lot of yellow cards and then missing him in games can be crucial. Um so yeah, just a, a little bit annoying. Um but yeah, penalty Armstrong um takes it. Adam, uh Adam Armstrong. They've got Adam Armstrong them. takes it. Um and like you said, that did that did that bring him to top goal scorer now? Uh, well, he's joint with um, Sammy Smodic, weirdly enough. Sammy Smodic. Um, yeah, so he slots it um, right inside of the goal. Max dives the wrong way. Um, but hey-ho, there's only a couple minutes left of the game anyway. Um, and we it, held it out it would, and it was full time. Would would have been interesting if uh, Southampton scored straight from kickoff. Though, wouldn't it? Uh, because I think they had a, mm. I think they had a good opening where Carl Walker-Peters got in down the right-hand side and... Um, well, if they'd score from that situation, thankfully they didn't. Um, that would have been interesting with a couple of minutes left and uh, Southampton piling on all the pressure and all the possession they do play play with. Um, Joe Williams, for context, has now got six yellow cards, so he needs four more, I think, for a three-game suspension. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he should be. Should be. Should be. <laughs> Knowing Fine. Joe Williams, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he'll somehow Hopefully manage to accumulate three yellow cards in the same match and still it's just, just what you'll just what you'll do um yeah if they introduce blue cards he'll be if, he'll if be gone he'll be gone within five minutes he's gone he's gone um yeah I was, I was saying him and rob dickie are absolutely finished if they if we have blue cards in the championship this season because they are gonna get you're gonna get we're gonna have nine players for 90 minutes it's not yeah um yeah, but uh, yeah, he's he should be all right uh, for 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 the near future anyway. Um, let's go on to 
And do, actually, no. Do you have any final summaries of the of the match before we move on to player ratings? No, I just say, I mean, just again, how the championship can change. I mean, personally, I'm not looking at the top six um, to make that clear, but um, we we were on a really bad run. Now we've just won back to back games again. Could go on a little run. We have QPR on Saturday, which looks like a good opportunity, but knowing us. It's going to be another one that we're going to um, mess up. But yeah, I'm moving up the table a little bit. And I still think we can have a good end to the to the season. And we're playing good football. But West Brom now, oh, Andy Vyman scored as well um, again. Um, against Cardiff. Well. Brilliant. And yeah, against Cardiff. He does like a goal against the Bluebirds. Um, but yeah, West Brom have gone quite a bit clear um, in fifth. So it's kind of like six teams fighting for one spot. Um and I just I don't know if we're if we're quite there yet, but um, no, just a, br- a brilliant win overall, and it's it's a it's a big statement as well to beat a side like Southampton who are on that unbeaten run. Um, so yeah, it shows a lot of character. Hopefully, we can push on now. Um, so yeah, yeah, just brilliant win overall. All right, I've whipped out the old um, notebook. Um, we'll go through each player. Uh, oh, I haven't I haven't included the substitutes, have I? Um, Right, which are, which are we? We're not including, we're not including Mabude, um, right? Because I mean, it's ten minutes. Uh, I feel oh, like yeah, no, there sure. has to be a minimum. Sure. sure. All right. Yeah. No. Fine. That's all right. Um, all right. Let's go through each play. We'll start. We'll start at the back. We'll start with um, Max O'Leary. Um, Max. Then I thought he made some actually good, made some good saves at especially at, especially at one nil where they were. Just as I said, that little period between our first goal and, the, and our second goal, where they were just getting on top a little bit, they're putting a little bit more boxes in, in the box, across in the box, had a bit more box entries, and I thought Max actually did quite well to command his area a couple of times, gathered really well. Distribution again was a little bit off, but I thought he had a solid game. I don't think he did anything wrong per se, and I thought he actually was quite important in our defence. I've given him a seven. I've also given him a seven um, and I didn't just copy you because um, I thought he was pretty solid as well. I mean, he didn't get the clean sheet, but obviously we wouldn't blame it at all. And I'd say I'd give the whole defence deserve a quote unquote clean sheet because um, they did nothing wrong all game other than obviously the one little back pass by Roberts. But on on Max, he made some saves that he should be making, um, but one Good chance Walker Peters was down on the on the right and he, he stuck oh, a yeah, good leg out. Awesome. Um so it was a good save and yeah, I thought he was solid and I'd 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 also give him yeah a seven and another good game. And and I feel like when people bring up subject over our goalkeeper situation, I feel like it's not too high on our priority list, in my opinion. I think Max is a good championship keeper. Um and yes, obviously he has things to work on, but so does every player. Um so I think I think that's why, yeah, they're, we that's have our why they're in the championship, not in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I I understand that, but like I feel like there's other areas where we need to improve. That should be taken into account first before we look at um, Max, because I think he's been solid this season and even above uh, the high high end championship. Um, but yeah, a seven overall. I say. Shall I do the next one then? Sorry. Um. There was well the next next player I'll start with is George Tanner, uh, right side of the uh, back four. Um, what have you given him as a? And by the way, we can go 
like 0.5s and whatnot, but don't go like too soon, okay. like 7.2 or something. Just do like 0.5. Again, I thought Tanner, he's been really consistent um, in recent games. He didn't have much to do, I feel like. Didn't have much to do. so easy for him. Didn't have much to um, do. That's the thing. I feel like he just goes goes on about his, his job and goes a bit unnoticed. I feel like he's a quiet character, but he does his job and he does it well. Um, but yeah, he, he didn't make any any mistakes. Um, I, I'd, I'd say I'd give him a, a, a seven as well um, for his performance. Um, I thought, yeah, he, he was solid. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'd join him with Max on a, on a seven for, for, for last night. I thought Tanner was outstanding, to be honest. And the fact that we've just said he'd had nothing to do against one of the best teams of the league, uh, mm. yeah, it's pretty good. I, I'll give him a 7.5. I thought he was slightly better than, uh, in comparison to Max O'Leary's output, I'd just give him slight, just slightly, slightly better. So I'll give him 7.5. Uh, you went with 7, didn't you? Um, yeah. Let's move on to centre-backs then. Zach Viner, I thought was outstanding. Uh, commanded in, commanded uh him and Dickie were brilliant. Uh, we'll move on to Dickie in a minute. I thought he commanded the defense really well. Just, just your normal, just your normal Zach Viner performance. I gave him an eight. I'm, I've gone, I've gone with the same as well. Um, I think he was really good. Um, and we mentioned it earlier. Viner and Dickie, their partnership, their consistency, one of the best defenses in the in the league, and. Yeah, he was solid. Sixth, he, sixth, sixth best in terms of goals. Sixth against, best, I think. Yeah, exactly. And and that shows. And come a long way with Viner um, over the years. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant to see him consistently doing well and one of our best players. Um, so yeah, an, an eighth of that performance defensively, yeah, structured and a really good performance from him. Sound like a proud dad. No. We've come so we've come we've come such a long way with Ryan. <laughs> it's it's true. I yeah, feel no, like, yeah, no, not just, wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, the fan yeah. base as well. No, um, it's just the way you said it. It's like oh, we've come so long. We've come so far with him. It's, it's like like you've seen him grow from a little child. But all right. Um, we'll, we'll move on to a centre back partner then. Rob Dickey, who is comfortably signing of the season uh, for me so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, started off a little bit shaky. Uh, I meant as in like the first few games of the season, but since then he's been impeccable. I gave him an eight as well. Okay. I've got I've gone for a nine. I've gone oh, for a nine. Um yeah I thought he was fantastic. Um I have to say oh. for for me as well I've said I feel like that defence deserves a clean sheet um from last night and just the way that the way he carries the ball as well and the chances he creates and he did it um was it in the Middlesbrough goal? Um I'm pretty sure oh, one of the them Jason maybe, or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um and again today he was creating chances from for counter-attacks and really structured and brilliant. And then he also tops it off with a with a header and a and a great goal. So yeah, I'd say I'd say a nine. How many goals has he scored this season for for us? Because I think it <laughs> yeah, he has been fantastic. He scored, he scored four goals and he's got an assist. Can't, can't Three goals. Um, four goals? Four goals. Four goals. Four goals and assists. Five goal contributions. Um, yeah, it's quite good. Um, yeah. Let's move on to left back then. Hayden Roberts, who started ahead of Cam Pring. 
Uh, and by the way, you can get involved in the live comment section right now um, or after the event if you're watching it after the event. Um, so do give us do give us your um, yes uh, match ratings, uh, player ratings uh, for everyone we mentioned here. Uh, Hayden Roberts, I thought was excellent. Um, had a bit of a shaky first half where he didn't really do much going forward. I thought defensively he was solid throughout. To be honest, but it was basically if it was based on defensively, I'd give him a ten. Um, but obviously, fullback, modern day attacking players also judged. The first half I thought was quite poor in terms of quality and crossing. Um, but overall, I thought he did quite well. Um, I'll give him a seven as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd also agree. We've got a lot of similar ones here, but yeah, he did give away that back pass um, in the mm. second half early on, which he was very lucky to get away with because we definitely could have gone one 0 down there. Um, but overall, he was solid. I mean, we obviously haven't seen too much of him in a city shirt, um, but he's back from injury and he looks pretty comfortable on the ball. Defensively, great. Maybe we can see more of him going forward, but. Um, a solid performance, so yeah, seven was, was probably deserved. Right, let's move into midfield then. Um, captain and midfield master, midfield general, Mr. Matty James, um, who was Sky Sports Man of the Match, actually, yesterday. I thought he was outstanding, to be honest, and I agree with him. I thought he was Man of the Match. Um, I'll give him an 8.5, because I thought he was just so good. I thought he was absolutely brilliant alongside Joe Williams. And I was completely wrong about the fact that maybe when I looked at the team, he was like, oh, Williams and James. Two good players, but they're not sure they work in the same team. But yeah, I thought he, I thought he was brilliant. I'll give I'll give Joe, Matthew James a 8.5. How about you? I'd, I'd give him an 8, um, just a bit lower. But yeah, like you said, usually doesn't work, but they both were brilliant um, in the midfield at collecting balls and in interceptions and just yeah really held glued that midfield together um a lot more than we usually do obviously we can always do it better and it's been a kind of a problem that we can't uh, move for the midfield it feels sometimes empty but he was great and defensively as well um so yeah i'd, I'd, I'd give him an eight um and yeah another good captain performance uh let's move on to joe williams then um who I thought was excellent again. Um, him and James actually worked really well. Um, I'll go an eight for him, um, him too, because I thought he was excellent. I've gone kind of the opposite. I've I've edged Joe Williams in my eyes, um, and I've given him an eight point um, five. I just thought he was he's just relentless in the midfield, um, and uh, lots of interceptions, creating chances, making that first ball in start off an attack um and i just remember just seeing that a lot of times yellow card at the end annoyed me a bit but i'm gonna ignore that um so yeah i'd, I'd give him an 8.5 and um yeah yeah so yeah uh jason knight i thought had a i thought had a good game i thought he pressed quite well and is just you know jason knight you're a cell bunny uh recently his birthday was that happy birthday jason knight um, I thought he did well. I thought it was a general good performance from Knighty. I'll go seven. I got seven as well because I think yeah, he, he had he had a good performance. He did come off in the sixty fourth minute, um, to play just over an hour, but like you said, constant press hasn't stopped running. Um and yeah, got on the ball a couple of times and 
not not an absolutely amazing performance, but he was again, yeah, solid um in that yeah, number 10 position. So yeah, seven as well. Uh let's move into the front front players then, no proper front players. Um Sam Bell. Now Sam Bell, I would have gone six point five because I thought he was quite hit and miss. However, that goal did bump it up to a seven, and the momentum shift was quite important. And his positioning, obviously, is quite good. Gets in front of the defender. I'll go seven for Sam. I thought he was. I think I thought he had an indifferent game, but that goal was important for the whole team. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've got the same for this one as well. I think he was average through his his times on the pitch. He came off same time as night um, for Cornick. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you score a goal, I mean, that is your job really as an attacking player and he took it well. Um, those should be going in, but um, it's still good and very good for his confidence and yeah, happy for him to be back on the score sheet. So yeah, I'd, I'd say a seven as well. Here comes a controversial one then. Um, Tommy Conway, who I thought was, well, you, you tell me then, you tell, you go first for this one. Um what do you what do you make of Conway's performances yesterday? I felt like I didn't see much of him, really. Just in in my mind, I I I, I look at what was that game, and it's a game kind of he could be thriving on and really playing well. And he played a lot of the game. He came off only in the seventy sixth minute, um, and that was was that that was after no that that was at two nil. Yeah, I wasn't really much of an attacking threat i thought um i don't remember any clear chances with him felt like he was pretty unused to be honest um so yeah i'd, I'd say I'd, I'd give him a, a a six really because he was pretty par for me and off the top of my head i really can't remember a lot of impact and which is a shame to say um i still think he's a, he's a brilliant player but he didn't really get too much going forward and not not really any chances so yeah i'd say a, a average performance and, and a six. Uh Aniston, um who went off well, well, what would you give to Conway? Oh yeah, sorry, I'll give him a six as well. Yeah, I give him a six. Oh. I gave him a six. I thought he was quite ineffective most of the game. Um Anis then came off in the 86th minute for Dirain Boudet. Um I thought Mometi was excellent to be honest. Um I was really impressed with what he did. I've I've given I've, I might have been a little bit generous, but I've given him an eight. Okay, yeah, I gave him a seven point five um, for this one. I think obviously he has that brilliant attacking threat going forward. He got the assist for the first goal on the right hand side, and he was relentless. But he's still, I feel like, just missing a little bit more uh, composure and kind of that that final piece of. I don't know quality at, at the end point because he's he's a very talented player. Um, he had a shot in the first half. There, there were different options, but he, he took a shot. I don't mind people taking a shot, but yeah, I'd, I'd say seven point five. He was decent. He brings his normal threat that he has, and he was pretty effective. And he got an assist as well. And it was it was a good pass across goal. So yeah, seven point five. Yeah, got the assist for the first one. Uh, Taylor Gartner. So. We'll move on to substitute, substitutes now. Uh, Taylor Garden-Hickman, who came on in the 64th minute for Jason Knight. Um, 
I thought Tails did well. He won a free kick right at the end, didn't he? Where that was quite important just to alleviate some of the pressure. I thought he did quite well. I'd give him a seven. Yeah, obviously he didn't play too much. Um, but when he came on, he yeah, he was effective and played the role really well. And he started that uh, goal for the for the third um golf cross. So yeah, yeah, I'd I'd agree with a with a seven, I think, yeah, he didn't, he didn't do, he didn't, uh, you know what, I'll go, I'll go 6.5 because oh, okay. I feel like if, if we're calling six a, a par, I'd say, yeah, he, did, he wasn't on for too long as well, but I thought he did well and he held it well, but I felt like at that point as well, the game was, was died off and I felt like we had a lot of control, but yeah. Well, he played between over half an hour. You played over half. Yeah, that's hour, true. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'll give seven. Harry Cornick, who came on on sixty four for Sam Bell. Um, can I be honest? I don't think he did. Well, the goal obviously is massive, and it's you know Harry Cornick's, and he doesn't really score much. We kind of type, we kind of make fun fun of him. But actually, apart from the goal, I. <laughs> I don't want to sound harsh here. I don't think he had an unbelievable. It wasn't like unbelievable. He got on the end of a good cross one across McGrory. Um, I'd give him a seven. Seven. Again. I, I don't think he did too much. And he gave away the penalty, didn't he? It was just silly, but I'd excuse him for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That penalty, I mean, obviously, it didn't mean too much, but um, he got a goal at the end of the day. Um, other than that, I thought. Carried a little bit of attacking threat. I mean, I, I love the guy. Um, but yeah, I'd agree on a seven. It's a brilliant finish. First time as well. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, came on and yeah, obviously brilliant and, and effective and in, in is, well, yeah, about half an hour on the pitch. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd settle with a seven as well. Ross McCrory. I thought he was, I thought he was really good. Um and yeah, he came on at the same time. Well, no, a bit later actually, with Naki Wells on the seventy-sixth minute, and obviously assisted that goal. Um, did really well on the right-hand side there, and he, he's 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 been brilliant for us as well as he came on. And obviously, he's going to start getting more consistent playing time. I don't think he's played a full ninety for us yet, um, unless he did a Middlesbrough. No, yeah. Um, so yeah, he came on for the for that last stint. I thought he was. I thought he was good um, defensively as well. Got the assist. I'd say 7.5. Did you say 7 for Cornick? Um, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'd agree with 7.5. I thought he was quite good on the assist for the, the ball in for the for the Cornick goal. is excellent. I don't think you'd see that from George Tanner. Um, so yeah, he offers us a little bit, and that's no disrespect to George Sarr. He's he's unbelievable defensively and better than Ross McCrory defensively, but you don't really see that going forward from George. Um, Naki Wells, then, who I thought was meh, didn't really, he's okay. I thought it didn't, didn't really have an impact. I'd give him a six. Yeah, I'd say the same. He had a pretty average um, performance, really, didn't have much to do, didn't have too much time on. on the pitch and on the ball but yeah i'd say yeah just just a six um 
for him. And then, yeah, Mabuda came on. It was a bit too late, um, I'd mm. say, to, to rate him on anything. But he looked looked pretty positive and a bit of an attacking threat. But, yeah. Liam Manning. Oh, yeah, manager rating. You go first. Thing is, what is a ten? When he gets second in the league, I think by three goals to one. That's that's the thing. That where, where do you draw a point in line where you can just say that was a ten out of ten performance? Um, and I'd I'd say well, you have to be attacked. Well, it well, the opposition is obviously fine, but sometimes if you beat I don't know if we beat Leicester, but we have twenty five percent of the ball and we get absolutely battered and somehow nick a one 0 win. I'm not going to say that was all on Liam Manning. I'm going to I'm going to give him praise, but I'm not going to say that was unbelievable. But what I saw yesterday was a side that knew exactly what they were doing in terms of setting up defensively, holding that unbelievable structure to hold Southampton out for that for that long. And ultimately, um, it was not a clean sheet, but it might as well have been because it was a stupid challenge from Harry Cornick, and he should have cleared that anyway. Um, I'd... And it was in the 90-something minute. So, ultimately, I think the tactical setup for Manning yesterday mm-hmm. was absolutely spot on. And he changed it, didn't he, throughout the game, where when Southampton were piling the pressure on, he sat back a little bit more and then allowed Gard Hickman, McCrory to bomb forward and Harry Cornick got the third goal, which absolutely killed Southampton. I think that, and the yeah. fact that we actually started to attack a lot more and were really clinical going forward, I'd, I'd give him a 10. To be honest, I... And that might, I'd, and that might be, that might be a little bit generous, but I'm giving it a ten. I don't care. I, I, I'm gonna go with a nine point five. Um, right. I think it was fantastic, and like you said, I think it really suits us well if we push on after we score our first couple goals instead of sitting back. And I think the timing. Sometimes I disagree with some choices of substitutes with him. I have to say, but I think he got them spot on. Um, and obviously it showed with three of the substitutes playing a part in that third goal. Um, defensively, we were fantastic. Um, and yeah, it was just a brilliant performance. I mean, it was 3-0 up into the 95th minute against a team who hasn't lost since September, um, which is just incredible. But always room for improvement. Like he always says, he always says um, the fact that we know Behaviors. this team can do even better. <laughs> exactly, Behaviors. So I give a 9.5, but um, yeah, even with it, not our full team out as well, like realistically with perhaps with um, what Twine would come in and stuff like that. Sykes. I mean, exactly. Like we, Naismith. we are a, a, we are a good side on our day and we play brilliantly. So yeah, I'd give him a 9.5, but that's the thing. It's, it's that point now where can we, play like this and get the results against those mid-table, lower lower side um, championship sides. Um, because we know we can play well against sides who let us play football. Um, because we've yeah. had we've had narrow, we've had good games and narrow losses against the likes of Ipswich 1-0 and um, well, Leicester, we did, we, we, they did dominate that game. But um, Leeds 2-1, yeah, exactly. Um Southampton away when we just narrowly lost one nil through a beautiful goal from Walker Peters. So yeah, exactly. We missed chances there by Conway as well, and it's always been that case. But now we've scored three goals and it's a brilliant win. It's just whether can really string a, a nice run on and 
start beating those sides where we draw nil nil and it gets really frustrating but we're on the right track um here that's for sure but yeah it's just that it's just that next step all right um talk about the next step then next game is against qpr and Ashton gate we'll just quickly uh talk through it qpr have been in good form actually annoyingly they've been they've been um yeah they've they've been they've been they've been doing quite well actually down the bottom they play tonight actually as we speak um they're going to play uh against stoke away from home um so yeah that's a long old trip for qpr fans and then they're going to have to take another away trip to ashton gate last four games for rangers have been two draws and two wins um it was a win against millwall draw at home to huddersfield a win away at blackburn and a draw at home to norwich norwich good team and rest the other three games are actually quite important in terms of um, their league position and teams around them, around them. And this tonight actually is a massive game for QPR as well. I'd argue. Um, what What are your thoughts on on um, on this game? Then, how do you think they'll? How do you think we'll go about it first from our perspective? Um, just on QPR and their form. I mean, before that, they weren't a pretty. Um, in, in a pretty bad uh, state of form. Their results have been, have been good recently, but to be honest, Middlesbrough, Blackburn have been really poor in recent times um, and Huddersfield at home and they got a good point you against Norwich, but Mill, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what did I say? You said Middlesbrough. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, yeah, Mill and, and QPR and Blackburn. Um, obviously face them for our first game for Manning. Um Back in November, which was a, a very entertaining nil nil draw that I went to. Enthralling, um, captivating, amazing brilliant one that was. Um, but yeah, I think it's a big opportunity to go on another back to back to back victory streak. And I think we can do it. And if we do play like we have been doing and we can just open them up and really push on um and like I, I mentioned earlier if we can beat teams like qpr who yeah they go up and down in form and they're kind of in that lower well then the relegation zone um they are low um but they are fighting to stay up and they're, they're only a couple points off now um so yeah it's gonna be an interesting one we are at home though i do think we have the advantage and the better form personally going into it um we have got a lot of draws. I mean, we, we looked at it and we had one win in 10 when we with that West Ham, but now we have one loss in seven. So you can kind of like switch it back like that. That's what, that's what, that, that's what draws do to a side, doesn't it? That's what draws do yeah, to a side. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just in, in terms of performances recently, I think we've been really good and I think we can go out. Obviously, we'll, get, we'll, we'll make some rotations Um um, I'm not sure what I'd expect him to do. Or maybe I'd see McCrory start. Um, we'll see Pring. Would you drop Tanner? Really? I wouldn't drop Tanner. I mean, but we can play. Rest, but I wouldn't drop him. No chance. We, but no, but we can play. We can play. More go to a back five. Like we did. Yeah. I don't think that suits us, to be honest. Yeah, my... actually, no. You, but the back five might. Well, we don't. We haven't had enough evidence, but the back five might work against a side that's going to be less expansive than Southampton. Maybe mm. that might, might mm. work. Um, 
but we're not gonna we're not gonna sit 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 deep at home, are we? Against against QPR, there's no way that's gonna happen. Yeah, we can't do we're that. We're gonna want to dominate. We're gonna want to dominate the ball, score more goals, and win comfortably. Um, there's no. Well, I have no idea what the team's gonna be, so I don't think there's any point talking about it because it could literally be anything, and I wouldn't really be surprised. It could be Harry Corner cut top on his own, and I wouldn't really be surprised at this point. Um, Bristol City though will be wearing uh, their 1974 heritage kit uh, against QPR this weekend, uh, which has been released as we were on, which were as we were live. Um, so yeah, you can you can check it out uh, right now, Matisse. Um, it's, it's actually a really nice kit. Um, yeah, so that'll be that'll be out uh, on show. Um, in terms of a score prediction, but against against QPR then. What do you think? Well, will be, uh, you think will happen? I've been a bit of a bit of a mastermind on my predictions recently. I have to say, I don't know if anyone's noticed it on the podcast. A broken um, clock is right twice a day. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh, I got the West Ham prediction one nil. I said we go to Pens against Nottingham Forest one one. Yeah, the wrong broken way around. Clock, but... Broken clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, got the Middlesbrough right two one. Southampton. Broken we don't clock. talk about. Um, what do you say? QPR. I I say we win because I think I really hope we've overcome this point where we can now beat these sorts of struggling, well, relatively struggling sides in terms of where they're long term over the season. And the fact we've just put in, I mean, no one expected us to get six points in those two games, realistically, after our form. And we've turned it around. And I think, yeah, I think we can win. And I think we can win convincingly as well. Um, I think we'll keep a clean sheet for the first time. Well, we got one at Forest, but um, in the league, it'll be the first time in a little bit. Will it maybe? I'm waffling, but we haven't got a lot of them. Um, and I felt I, I wanted Max to to get one last night as well. But I will say 2-0 to the Robins and goals from Kornick. Three Tash games, two Tash goals, three Tash wins. Um, goodness me, from Joe Williams. Joe Williams, just a little span in the works. I love Harry Cornick, man. I swear to God, I'm gonna get him. Mate, the, this is ridiculous. This Harry Cornick loving it's mental. Um, I mean, I respect it, but it is quite interesting. I'm, I'm, that um, song is my is my I'm alarm just... now. Every time I wake up, it's woke up this morning, feeling fine. Got okay. Um, Oh, I was gonna go two 0 as well. Fuck. Uh, and Nick's um, got to change it now. Christ. Um. Oh, I don't want to go two one. Okay, I'll go two one. We'll go one nil down, then we'll score two goals to come back. That well, that'll be what happens. I mean, my heart, my heart attack, my heart attack will come, but you know, we'll take it. Um, yeah, I'll go to Bristol City two. QPR one. If you're watching this, let me know your let me let us know your score predictions down in the comment section below. Let's know your score predictions um, for the QPR game. And yeah, I think that's that's about it for this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us uh, live on YouTube. We we'll try to make this more of a three thing um, if possible. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you all very soon. Thank you very much for tuning in, Matisse. Do you want to say goodbye before to the podcast, boys? Everyone yeah listening. thank you very much for for listening watching all that good stuff make sure to follow our socials um annie's youtube as well and yeah we'll be back after qpr 
hopefully our second third win consecutive win bounce three on the row win streak um after qpr at home so yeah playoffs question mark i don't think so but we'll see <laughs> we know no. massive question mark <laughs> um yeah you can if you if if you are it's gonna be on spotify probably isn't it um so if, yeah you can go on you can go on spotify and uh, give us a rating out of is it five on spotify can't remember five in it yeah it's fine uh subscribe uh on the youtube uh give us a give us a little like for the algorithm and we will see you all very soon